scariest thing you've ever done physically like with my body <laughs> yes with your body uh i don't know maybe heavy lifting in the gym yeah we're just going to say doing like well i'm not that dumb in the gym i don't know <laughs> uh I don't You've know. You've never done like Kiss strangers? bungee jumping or anything no. like that? <laughs> Are you afraid of heights? No, not at all, actually. I enjoy like roller coasters. I actually do want to go bungee jumping at least once uh, and skydiving. Uh, yeah, heights don't frighten me. So I don't, I don't know. Hmm. All right. Well, I'll just Stop say mine. To the so, <laughs> so when I was, I want to say 18 or 19, I went to this campsite with uh, some of my uncles and there was this, uh, there was this bridge right over uh, this lake near our campsite. And when we woke up the next morning, we, uh, we saw a bunch of kids running over there and like jumping off the bridge. And my uncle's like, they woke me up. They're like, do you want to jump off a bridge? I was like, uh, okay. So, um, this had to have been at least like, uh, probably like a hundred, hundred feet in the air. Um, and, uh, so we literally just, we had to like walk on the, on the street to get to this bridge. And, we ended up, you know, hopping over the street and getting near the, um, you know, the edge of it. And then we ended up jumping in. I ended up jumping in first. Um, and then my uncles came afterwards. So that was probably the scariest thing I ever did. But once I did it, I was like, I'm going to keep doing it over and over again. So um, it was pretty high. Wait, wait, wait. So now that I think about it, there's this thing called Go Ape up here. And it's like a, a treetop obstacle course type thing. Uh, I did that in the cold. Uh, which made it worse because my my toes and my fingers were numb. Granted, I was like harnessed and everything, so like if I fell, like I wouldn't plummet to my demise. But it was high up in the trees, and I'm I'm grabbing and climbing and and doing all types of shit with numb fingers and numb toes. Uh, so that might have been the uh most scariest thing I've done physically. So did you do that just for fun or did you go on like some kind of trip? Uh, it was for fun. It was supposed to be a father son bonding thing. Uh, my dad did one and then he was done. I'm like, sir, I just paid for us to do all this shit and you just over it. So I did like two of them by myself. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it, it, I want to go back again when it's warm with people who, you know, be a little bit more festive and fun right right that sounds like a fun uh a fun idea i've never i think i did something like that a long long time ago but it was like a school field trip where we had to like it was more like uh 
it was a group based uh activity where you had to like basically you like how do i word this uh so long ago so basically it was like a group long of people ago. on one yeah basically <laughs> it was very long ago um so like one group of uh of students were on this like platform and we had to figure out how to get how to how to travel one student at a time to the other platform with using only one like uh one piece of wood to trick like you know for us to i can't even i don't know why i can't even think of the words to describe it right now um basically we had to get from one platform to the other and we only had like one little long stick to to use so that we could get across to the other platform um one there were, like, little long stick and, shit, and we ended up doing it but it took forever and it was basically that kind of uh it was that kind of day it wasn't like we were zip lining and you know jumping into lakes and shit it wasn't as fun as i thought it was going to be yeah, like the end of the course was a zip line back down. But you said a little long stick. I'm was it like thin and like I I don't how how does little and long go together? Well, it was long enough for one it was long enough for one person to like walk across it, but obviously skinny enough for only like one person to be able to um you know, to 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 be on it at a time. So it was long and thin. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I don't know why I decided to go all the way back there. But anyway, um, that being said, welcome back to another episode of House of Fuse. <laughs> Coming from the House of Emancipation, my name is Frankie. And nor the way from the House of Saints, I've just the one only Huey. Ah. How we doing? How we doing, Huey? Uh, blessed and highly favored and still a heathen as always, you know. I see you're you're back on Twitter now. I am. You know, I'll pop up, you know, here and there, you know, get a few jokes off, uh, see what you plebes are talking about. <laughs> if I see one more drop a cute picture thread, I'm going to log off. <laughs> After you post a cute picture? No. <laughs> I don't I don't I don't uh entertain those threads anymore. Uh, it was cute the first couple times, but then it was just like, okay, why do we keep doing this? Maybe people that's people's way of uh, you know, of sharing sharing the love and complimenting each other. I mean, yeah, like I I'm I'm do what you do. Like navigate social media how you navigate it. I'm just over here minding my business in my own little corner in my own <laughs> little chair i will tweet whatever i want to tweet <laughs> i think it was your co-host jay that said he wanted to start a thread of people just complimenting each other yeah we can do that that sounds fun we don't have to drop selfies <laughs> oh man so all and right the so greatest Love all the world waiting somewhere for me. Waiting. Well, I'm sorry. Speaking of music, let's go right into music box. I need the soundtrack for the Rogers and Hammerstein Cinderella with Sleon and Nippy. 
I'm sure you can find that on iTunes, right? I don't think it is. Oh, well, excuse me. Uh, I would like it to be, but I don't think it is. But regardless, I've been uh, spending long ago by Mariah Carey. I have had a Mariah Carey song damn near every week since we've been back. I think so. I think last week it was. I think I tried to deviate last week, but she just stays in rotation and a song just stays on my spirit for whatever reason. So this one, so the, ah, so this week it was long ago. Yeah. Long ago, melt away the roof, the roof. Oh, the roof. (laughs) See, I always, every time I hear long ago, I always think it's something that Mary J could have sang. Define saying. Like Mary could have covered it or something. It just reminds me of something that she probably would have sang back in the day. How are we operationally defining sing? You know what? <laughs> I'm moving on to my music box. Um, so I'm going to try to give just you guys something jokes, a little jokes. bit new. I have two this week. Um, I know, shocker. So one's... Uh, I know we talked about this last week, I believe. So for the Paramore fans out there, Haley Williams put out her first solo single ever. Uh, it's called Simmer, and the video is out on YouTube. You guys can check that out. And I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed the video. It was pretty uh, entertaining visual, and I love the song. So that's been on repeat. Also, Doja Cat released Boss Bitch for the Birds of Prey soundtrack. That shit slaps. Slaps hard. And then somebody mixed in a uh, boss. I'm a boss ass bitch, bitch. Uh, Nicki Minaj's uh, version of that. And then I think 212 by Azalea Banks. And it, yeah. it was really good. It was really, really good. Yeah, I really like her. And I actually I want to see her live now just because I feel like the whenever she tours that she's going to have like a really dope set list. And I've actually been listening to her um well, at least to my favorite songs on her her most recent album lately. I've been listening to them a lot more. Play with my lately. pussy, but don't play with my emotions. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think yeah, I think she's yeah. funny too. I think she's real cool. I know she's had Nigga, her do what you problematic do. Trying moments. Trying to get spells on a bitch with I think Nigga, um, I need emotions. I think she's somebody that's gonna be around for a while. Yeah, I can see it, and I like the song with Megan and Normani too. Diamonds are girls. I say I already expressed my feelings on that, but I'm going to move on so the Normani stands don't come for me. Um, oh, gosh. So, alrighty. So, that's that for Music Box. Let's go right into Perfect Score. So, Perfect Score this week, I think this is going to be the first time we highlight a black business. Is and it? the name, yes, I believe so. Because typically what we usually do is give perfect score to like somebody who's released an album or somebody that's done something good in the world. But this time I'm giving a perfect score to our good friend, to Kenya. Um, hey. She launched She launched a self-love project. And you guys can find that on Twitter at self-love apparel. And there's a website with all these cute uh shirts sweaters um the hashtag is the self-love project um all about self-love expression there's what is this there's all these cute little shirts uh, about heartbreak and being in love and stuff and uh 
body positivity and uh, the sizes range from small to um, 5x and the name of the website is the self project.shop so check that out support a black business and yes uh, congratulations i'm to getting Kenya. my shirt next week when i have money <laughs> and she also announced um i think a youtube uh i think she's what is it let me find her um her twitter handle i should have pulled this up already yeah, so a new um, YouTube channel. It's called uh, Beyond the Brush, starring her and a bunch of other dope women discussing everything from makeup and things of that nature. And that's coming February 2nd. So go support her. Go check out her stuff when it drops. And um, hey, girl, we love you. Hey, sis. <laughs> so yeah so that's that um let's i say let's jump right into this timeline because uh it's been a it's been a heavy week um so i think the first thing we should talk about is um the loss of basketball legend kobe bryant uh it's only been what two days since uh since the news dropped and it's been an enormous loss um when I found out it was on Twitter, uh, the first uh, thing that I saw was a TMZ photo slash um, article about it. And, um, you know, and I'll get more into that later, but um, it's kind of, it's really, it's, it's kind of hard to talk about because I mean, I'm not somebody that claims to be a basketball fan or anything like that. I enjoy going to basketball games, I, even though I don't do it often, um, but anybody who's you know anybody who's anybody knows who Kobe Bryant is you don't have to be a basketball stand to you know to know or to understand his legacy or the impact that he's had on the NBA um and people just anybody that plays basketball or you know who's into any an athlete everybody knows who Kobe Bryant is who he was and um not only did we lose him, we lost uh, his 13-year-old daughter, Gianna. And that's just, it's just heartbreaking. I don't know. How, I'm, it is. Like when I first saw it, it's just, I was just speechless. And there's not much I can, you know, really say other than I can, I feel for Vanessa and, you know, his family and uh, his other daughters. It's just, it's beyond tragic. It's beyond tragic. and And obviously there are, you know, there was another family on on the helicopter with him uh when it crashed and it's just yeah it's just it's hard it's, it's hard to even talk about i'm looking at articles right now it's just it's just a damn shame but you know yeah i haven't aside, really I just, oh go ahead no so i haven't really said like so i'm not a big sports person um, so although it's like I know who Kobe Bryant is, I'm I'm familiar. I am in the know when it comes to certain things. Like I, I was never like a big basketball person or a big sports star person in general. So like I've been relatively quiet about it because I just don't feel like I don't know. I feel like if I like make a big hoopla out of it, it, it wouldn't be authentic. And it doesn't mean that I'm not like 
it's still sad and and kind of jarring, but I I feel like I I should save the uh, extreme reactions for people who actually have a connection to to the sport and to him. Because I, mean, I, I, I can't I can't tell you nothing other than he played for the Lakers. And he was right, going right. to do a, a Say My Name remix and then the Bugaboo video. <laughs> he was. I do I do remember uh, those moments back in the day. He he rapped for a little bit, and I think uh, the world kind of forgot about it at some point. But um, I'm pretty sure he forgot about it, too. He he should have. It, it, wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't really memorable. But you know what? I think they were all doing that at one point. I think Shaq all, had Every goddamn two. nigga tried to rap like, sir, stick to one. <laughs> <laughs> I am Kazam Listen Kazam got snubbed at the Oscars Anyway Anyway <laughs> So yeah so Other other than that I just would like to say this To the Umar Johnsons on my timelines Can we not This man, This man hasn't even been Gone for a week And we're already hearing about Specifically from Dr. Umar Johnson, and I hate to give him any more attention than he's craving, but we're already hearing about conspiracy theories and how he was in this legal battle with the pharmaceutical company over the name Black Mamba. And I just, I just think it's beyond disrespectful to like, it's, it's one thing for you to have these, you know, these extreme opinions, you know, the moment somebody, the one, the moment you find out about somebody's passing, but to post a video and to put it out there for everyone to consume. And it's not only him. I saw uh, that rapper silent toe who everybody knows him from, you know, whipping and nay, nay. And, uh, that's say, who know, that ju- is. That's who he is. Um, so next subject. Okay. <laughs> I'm over it already, please, <laughs> sir. You know he, you've been silent yeah. forever. Like no, um, yeah. okay, um, uh, okay. Only person I have feelings about, or people I have feelings about, is like TMZ and everybody, because it's 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 kind of fucked up for a person's family to find out about. And I'm not talking about no fucking extended family, like their nuclear family to find out about their death on social media like niggas have no respect for privacy these days and and no common decency and it's disgusting it really is disgusting when somebody passes away tragically and the only thing on somebody's mind is I can sell this story I can be the first to break this news and get a check like Get a real job. Go flip a burger. Unfortunately, go bag some groceries. Shit, go sell some pussy. Like, do something. (laughs) Yeah, no. Unfortunately, that's pretty on brand with what TMZ is known for. Um, I think when it comes down to these, when it comes down to these kind of stories, obviously they're not thinking of, you know, how tragic and, um, you know, how much, just how devastating this is for the family. They're thinking we have to be the first ones to leak this story because everyone's going to say TMZ reported it. That's, that's 
you know, that's that's just the world that we live in when it comes to media. But I also think we, you know, we should be able to, I think we should get to a point where we start rebelling against these kind of, uh, these kind of publications because. I mean, a nigga still give them the views and clicks, so. TMZ, Shade Room, all them, they all, y'all all gotta go, like. It's terrible, it's, cause it's not there only are that. books it's also, that y'all niggas that. can read. I suggest The Water Dancer by Ta-Nehisi Coates. It's some long ass sentences in there, so it might take you some time. Uh, uh, the Cat in the Hat is a good book. Like, it's a lot of things you can do other than put and invest time and energy in the TMZ and the shade room, but hey. I mean, but it's not just them. I think, I, and I was talking to somebody about I mean, this like, like two days ago. I think anytime something like this happens, like I said, people are rushing to be, you know, the first one to drop the story and people will use, uh, will use this story to, for their own personal gain. Like that, um, MSNBC news anchor who had to apologize because she mispronounced, uh, Lakers because she, she said she she said that she was going to say Lakers, but she got the words Lakers and Knicks confused, and it ended up sounding like the N word. <sighs> so I heard the clip. To me, I'm not gonna say whether it sounded like the N word or if it sounded like whatever the fuck she thought she was saying. What I'm gonna say is, I feel like people know what they're doing. I feel like people don't and give that's a damn. Why- I, I, I generally just I don't even feed into a lot of shit anymore because it's just like y'all are being ignorant on stupid. I mean ignorant on stupid Jesus. It's late. Ignorant on purpose. And I have naps to take. Like <laughs> um, mm-hmm. I think I think after after this I've I'm kinda I'm gonna take a page out of your book because when if when I first heard about the story you know, obviously my timeline was just flooded with, you know, um, with Kobe, but the, so I was the, past, the, the past two days have just been all different types of ignorance from people being upset that from people being upset to, you know, about the fact that he's, that he's dead and, you know, and how do I word this? people were upset that people were mourning, you know, were mourning Kobe Bryant. And then there were other people that were upset because of the history of sexual assault. Now I'm not going to go into that, uh, that part of Kobe Bryant's life. If you care enough, I'd say do your own research and form your own opinion about that. I'm not here to discuss that. That's not why I brought it up. I do think there's a time and a place to have that, you know, discussion though, um, because it's not as, at least regarding Kobe Bryant, I don't think it's a black and white situation. I think there is a lot of nuance to that, and I feel like those conversations are there's a time and a place to to have them. People are mourning, people are grieving. Let them. It doesn't take away from anything else. It like just let people. 
like I, don't, I just don't understand i feel like there's such a lack of empathy on social media i think people are just you know i say that but then again i'm like i also i'm well aware of the fact that twitter will just let any dumbass on there which is why you have people like dr omar johnson and silent toe and people just jumping at the chance to talk about a conspiracy theory which is you know the same thing they did when nipsey hustle died jumped right onto you know conspiracy theories all oh, this was planned you know this was you know it's it's just crazy how people just don't even give a fuck that you know someone's father someone's husband is gone and the first thing book you can of revelations think about, chapter 7 verse 16 and 17 shenanigate is going shenanigate <laughs> it's it's just it's just mind-blowing but i i think you know obviously we there's not much we can do about the media but what we can do is you know kind of control our timeline that's why i'm like i'm gonna start muting certain things and the next time you know god forbid something like this happens again when it comes you know to like a you know a huge um you know global superstar or someone that's had an impact on so many lives it's just i think it's best to just stay away from social media because the ignorance is just it's just on another level and people just don't give a damn sometimes so i think for my own mental health it's just i think i'm going to start taking some social media breaks um so i say all that to say rest in peace kobe ryan and i'm praying for his family same so let's move into something a little bit more positive um the grammys happened that's the positive were, were this um, uh this sunday and um i didn't know that was a positive thing um not something they weren't as wretched as i thought they would be uh i kind of half-assed watched it and then after demi lovato performed i went to bed and then i watched the rest at work i was um entertained for the most part, especially because I could fast forward through commercials and parts that I didn't want to see. Uh, I enjoyed Ariana's performance. It was really cute. I'm not sure what Tyler, the creator did on that stage. However, Charlie Wilson and boys to men need to work together more because they sound very, very, very good together. Uh, 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 Demi Lovato has an amazing voice and that, that part was very touching. Uh, I'm pretty sure Alicia Keys was high. I would be too. See, I know, I feel like people uh, are very protective over Alicia Keys and um, I just, I just don't want her to host things anymore. Um, not the Grammys, maybe like I would love to see Alicia Keys like hosting something related to weed. She just gives me like dope stoner vibes. Uh, isn't there isn't there like a, isn't there like a weed music festival or something? Uh, I don't know. Rolling Loud is that? Th there we go. Weed? Yeah, she could she could host that. There you go. <laughs> You know, something real earthy and, uh, you know, somewhere where it's like kombucha on deck uh, and endless Palo Santo and sage and shit. Either way, 
I like the her performance when she uh went to the piano and like it kind of lifted up. That was really, you know, cool and cool looking. Uh she did this random freestyle thing that was just we could have not had that. Uh Lil Nas X's performance was really dope. I thoroughly enjoyed that moment. I'm happy for him and I are fucked with his outfit. Uh on Mavis. It was just dope. Uh I mean Billie Eilish is cool or whatever. And Ariana was snubbed. Yeah, so I mean, I think the biggest thing that everyone was talking about was the fact that Billie Eilish uh, Billie Eilish kinda like swept the awards and I expected her to um just because there's been I a did lot not. of hype over her um her album and some of her songs for the past year or so. Um but um is she on the landing today by that for her? I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm not too sure if she's on that, but she did win a lot of awards and um actually let me go through no, she's on in a looking school. at the the winners right now i do want to shout out i don't know see i think there's some there's a little bit of a misunderstanding so pj morton won a grammy for say so which is which featured jojo but i don't know if jojo has a grammy now uh what category was it i'm gonna pull that up right now wait she took on the big four yes she did and I watched it. That's a shame. Uh, best R and B song. Um, I think R and B song. I think that goes to the writer. Yes, I'm not sure. I believe so because, but JoJo technically did not write that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, because performance usually goes to the artist, and song I believe goes to the writer. Something yeah, like that. So. So I was very excited until I found that out. So, I mean, if it's a half Grammy or whatever, I think she still should deserve to get a Grammy. So I think they should change that rule because the Grammys love changing the rules. Um, What rules do they have? Oh, Lizzo won three. Lizzo won uh, best traditional traditional R&B performance for Jerome. And I think she won two more. Urban Contemporary Album and... I think she won pop something. Yeah, um, so a star is born one of yeah. Yeah, that won something as well. Um, a shout out to Anderson Pack for best R and B album. I was very happy for him. He won for shout out to Beyonce for best music film. Mm-hmm, shout out to Michelle definitely. Obama for best spoken word album. Uh, just the greats were winning Grammys. Um, <laughs> what else? I'm, I'm over it. It was, <clears throat> but it's funny how like it's all this drama surrounding the Grammys, and and I don't know. This is it's very entertaining to me just watching this whole debacle. Uh, how this was pretty much like yeah, I mean it's 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 definitely biased and and a faulty process, and I'm like yeah, we kind of knew that already. But thanks yes. for. So, did you watch um, verifying Tyler, Tyler the Creator's um, his like speech afterwards? No. So you know how they do like a little press conference for the winners after the show's over. Mm-hmm. 
So he was basically talking about how, you know, he's kind of like on the fence of his like emotions after his win, because obviously he's happy that uh, his album, his album Igor won for best rap album. But he also feels like I think the analogy he used was like when you, you know, when you're playing a game with your cousin and you give him the the controller that doesn't have batteries or it's not plugged in just so he'll like shut up and he won't cry. He kind of feels like <laughs> he kind of felt like that's what the Grammys did to him and some other people, or at least that's what they've been doing uh, to to rap artists who, you know, we just put them in like the, you know, the quote unquote urban category or the rap album when, you know, he feels like they should be in the pop categories. So, um, you know, and the thing about that is I, I agree with him. He's not wrong, but you know, people have been talking about this for ages. So it's kind of like, you know, I mean, I'm glad he, he, he chose that moment to, you know, to speak on it. And I think they also like played music when he won his award the first time. So, yeah and that was awkward too because um uh uh sharon and uh ozzy osbourne presented that award and i just thought it was very awkward that they presented best right it was just weird like it i think they were trying to create like a you know a funny moment but do that shit with another category please like yeah no but we're going to I terrorize mean, the rap category, but we're going to have the Osbournes present. It's going to be very edgy and funny. No, it wasn't. It was just awkward. <laughs> it was very. It was. It was but hard yeah. to watch. It was really hard to watch. It was hard to watch that. Like I don't know. It was just. It was awkward to me. Yeah, it was. It was just. Ugh. Anyway, the shit happened. It's going to happen again, and you know. I'll be in tune just for the the pop culture uh, due diligence. I don't know what the fuck. I don't know. That's fine. All right. So, <laughs> uh, congratulations Beyonce to wasn't my there faves. Um, I'm a little sad that Lucky Day didn't win, but Anderson Pack won that award, so I can't be too upset. So, um, yeah. All right. So, one last story just because it kind of got on my nerves today when I saw this tweet. So for those who don't know, uh, obviously there was some controversy with Gabrielle Union a couple months ago regarding her uh, her job at America's Got Talent. And she was like reporting claims of uh, like a toxic work environment and things of that nature, whatever. Um, so Terry Crews, was being interviewed by some people on the Today Show or something. And they basically asked him, you know, his thoughts on the situation. And he basically threw Gabrielle under the bus and said that he thought it was, you know, that his experience with America's America's Got Talent has been the most diverse work environment um, and that he can't speak on sexism because he's a guy. Um, And... And it gets it gets a little bit worse, you know, uh, later on in the story. But um, Gabrielle Union uh, responded, well, cryptically on Twitter. Uh, she didn't really like at him or anything, but she, you know, had some words regarding that situation. And then he kind of clapped back and said that he doesn't have to please any woman 
other than his wife. He did not his mother, not his kids, um, not anybody. He said he's going to leave that to, to their boyfriends or, uh, you know, or their husbands to do. And, uh, it's, that's, that's, I guess that's it. I guess that's his defense. And to me, I just think that's, I just think it's pretty pathetic of Terry Crews, especially given the fact that Gabrielle Union was one of the only people who, you know, who spoke out in support of you when you were going through your situation regarding sexual assault, um, when majority of men clowned you for that, you know, clowned you for that situation and made you feel like, you know, made you feel like, you know, you didn't, uh, like you did something to deserve it or you didn't do enough to stop it or whatever. Gabrielle Union fought for you and you kind of, for you, I'm not, I'm not saying you have to, you know, just put your head or I'm not saying you have to dive head first into the situation, but you could have said nothing. You could have just left it alone. You could have been a professional and said, you know what? I'm not here to talk about that. I'm here to discuss this, this and that. I wish her well. We're good friends. This, this and that. But you went out of your way to literally just like undermine her. And that's just to me, I just think it's so disrespectful. I think it's it's truly ugly. And I think you for whatever reason, you're just like showing the world your true colors right now. You just don't know how to shut the fuck up. Everything that comes out of your mouth just is just nonsense. And at this point, I'm like, I, I'm ready to mute him, too. I just he just keeps digging himself in a deeper hole. He, I, I just don't understand why. I mean, I know why the people were asking him. Obviously, they want the media wants, you know, these viral moments. They want, uh, you know, they want to be trash so people can keep clicking and people people can keep watching. But the fact that he gave into that so easily and just didn't give a fuck, like when it comes down to the topic of like diversity in the workplace or whatever, it doesn't matter if you hire five black people five latinx people if you don't treat those people with the same respect as the uh, as, as the rest of the workplace what the fuck is the point of diversity yeah, and then the whole i don't have to i can't speak on sexism because i'm a man you, so then like I'm, I'm confused at at that logic so should i not like should I not stand up for for women because I'm not a woman? Is that is that is that what that means? Because that's what it sounds like to me. Should I not stand up for trans people because I'm not trans? That's Terry Crews has been just digging himself deeper and deeper into a hole, and we try to extend grace and 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 all that stuff. And at this point. I just want to know what kind of wings his wife has given him. Is it like flying wings? Are they lemon pepper wet? <laughs> Buffalo barbecue? Maybe a spicy Thai chili? Uh, nuclear? Atomic? Cajun? Jerk? <clears throat> lemon pepper. That, that, that's all I care about at this point. Because um, it's fucking Terry Crews. I have very low expectations of Terry Crews at this point. So... I wasn't caught off guard or like taken aback severely. It's just like, oh, more stupid. <sighs> I just, I think for for me, I hope he enjoys like, I mean, his I, wings. Yeah, I mean, I I agree with you because it's 
pretty, you know, it's pretty on brand with what, you know, he's been given us lately. But I just think like if somebody, I mean, I don't know his history with Gabrielle Union. They could probably have some kind of, you know, weird friendship, but you don't, you don't go out like that. You don't put your, you don't throw somebody under the bus that way. You basically just shitted on her entire, you know, her entire argument and what she's fighting for. To it's keep your so, little stupid just, ass check. It's just so crazy to me. And you know what's so funny? I think one of the real reasons why I was upset when I saw this was because I've had friends who have kind of done similar things where people have asked them certain things or they'll be in situations where they have to, or they're, you know, the question is brought up about like something that happened about me or, you know, something involving me. And they just, they give that, like that quote unquote neutral answer where it's like, Oh, well that person didn't do anything to me. So I don't care what they did to Frankie. Yeah. And a bit, even with that, that's fucked up. But with the whole thing with Gary, it's not like, like the, I feel like the, 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 the proof is there for what she has been saying. So I, I don't, <sighs> let he me have a wet. Honestly, like I said, he, <laughs> he could have simply just left. Like he could have simply just said no comment. Like you've been in the business for, however many years you should know how to deflect a question but you you took the bait and you literally just you gave them what they wanted not only them but the people that you know what is it nbc the people that gabrielle is you know the people gabrielle's fighting with it's because he's simple he can't help he's just simple like a shenanigate is going shenanigate you can't do nothing about it at this point the nigga dumb He's just dumb. And it's okay. It's just, it's just sad. It's not and right, it, it, but it's okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, because like it's it's so crazy because I remember being on on What About Your Friends discussing, you know, his uh, sexual assault uh, situation yeah. and the people that just, you know, all the men that were coming after him and, you know, just making things, you know, making things worse like fucking D.L. Hughley and all the other trash men that like to He's chime in on things too. they know nothing about. All these niggas dumb. <laughs> Everybody dumb. Everybody's dumb. Um, yes. <laughs> and that's very Aquarian of me to say, but I mean it with my whole ass heart. Everybody dumb. Oh my dumb. God. See, all right. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, it's, it's, it's hard with the situations like this because I want to be able to have like both both of those conversations regarding Terry Crews, but he makes it what's hard, hard to fight about for him. It? So, what's hard about it? No, I'm saying he makes it hard because I want to be able to have that conversation regarding sexual assault, right? At least with his own, you know, his own personal situation, which I've talked about in the past. But this situation is like, yo, you're but you're shitting on somebody who was literally fighting for you. Yeah, and, and, and not it, only that, not only that, you've also shitted on you know on queer people too, on 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 gay several occasions, and and the trans community. But again, 
he's shown us who he was. We extended grace and the ignorance prevailed. And sometimes that's just that's that's just how the cookie crumbles is how the shit goes. Niggas are dumb. And some of them are beyond saving. I hope his wife and the wings that she gives him, whether they be flying or fried, um <laughs> I hope they're happy. I hope whatever men his uh uh female family members find, I hope they um uh, I hope they find men who support them better than he supports people. Yeah. Okay. I hope I I hope the women in his family find men who support them like he supports his paychecks. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> because that's exactly what it is. For the love of money. But eh, it is what it is. And I feel like we can still have conversations about uh, sexual assault against men and even use Terry Crews, his situation as a talking point. Um, The thing that doesn't make it difficult for me is that it's not something that's specific to him. So although it did happen to him and although... Um, his situation is one that, you know, is worth bringing up. He's not the only one. So having that conversation for me isn't difficult. Um, but when it comes to just liking Terry Crews, it's just like, sir, you, you, you almost had me. And then I left. You didn't lose me. I left. It's a difference. <sighs> yeah. So I'm just going to wrap that up. I'm just going to wrap that up and say, can we just, I tweeted this earlier. I was like, can we stop making idiots go viral? Like, let's just, I mean, I know like the Terry Crews thing is like, you know, I'd rather call him out on it and be like, uh, what the fuck are you doing? You're kind of throwing your, your girl under the bus, but he doesn't give a fuck because that's not really his girl, but whatever. Um, Cause he's simple. I told you he's simple. Yeah. Unfortunately, his kind, and by his kind, I mean cisgender, heterosexual black men, they tend to be simple. And at this point, I, I, you can lead a horse to water, and I'm going to lead a bitch there. Yeah, so I'm just going <laughs> to... I feel like him, he can... <laughs> there's certain people I just wish would just go away, or just, just not... I, I think I just need to start muting people. I need to start muting him. I want to. I should mute uh, Joy Villa, who continues to go to the Grammys wearing that thing. Like, Trump dresses. Bless her too. She's simple too. Uh, I told everybody just dumb. Yeah. Just. That's just. But hey, let's just mute everything. That's that's <laughs> what I want to do. I. We need we need less Terry Cruises and we need more more Lil Nas X's. How about that? I really really enjoy that man. I do. He is entertaining. His Twitter <laughs> presence brings a smile to my face. Uh, him and Ariana Grande. That I that little so protective them. over him. Listen, and that outfit he had on was bad as fuck, and I mean bad in a good way, like. <laughs> Him and Billy Porter really like. I'm like okay, but I mean I expected Billy Porter to to show his ass because that's just what he does. Uh, 
But yeah, they they gave me my favorite looks of the evening. And Ariana looked yes, cute Lil Nas X. She did look cute. Her, her performance was cute. Um, I honestly didn't expect her to win any Grammys. Um, I mean, she t- she has like two or three, I think, for that sweetener album. But whatever. Um, I don't know who has what anymore. I don't even know if it's even like credit, uh, creditable, or cre- whatever. Like people throw out like awards and and chart stats and all that stuff and it's like yeah all that stuff is great but at this point in time they mean nothing to me if the artist hasn't had any impact like example mariah carey we can talk about her chart success and we can talk about the grammys that she has uh because the impact of her and her pen and her career and and the way she's left a lasting, you know, print on, on, on music. So I feel like that's the appropriate time to talk about charts and awards, but artists that haven't had that, like if nobody is looking up to these artists, then it's just like, okay, you got, you sold some records and, and you got a trophy. That's great. That don't mean shit. (laughs) Especially in this the day and age of streaming where like the, the, the consumption of music is no longer uh an investment. It's just it's a pastime or a hobby. I was having a, a friendly debate about Eminem and Mariah Carey. I I informed you of it because it was funny to me. But they were saying like all that stuff that Mariah has from years ago. I said, Yeah, years ago when Staying number one for 14 weeks was difficult to do because you niggas had to actually go buy the single. And no no matter how many times you play that single, it still only counted as one unit sold. It's just a different time now. It it don't work. But, you know, people have their, you know, surprise releases and, you know, everybody over in Japan just eats it up because it's rap. Uh... And and I don't I don't I don't fucking care. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will say, um, unless you have anything else to discuss on this timeline, uh, one thing that I did enjoy um, was Google's commercial for the most searched. That was a moment. I number one for it to have opened with Beyonce and have Countdown played throughout was just very heartwarming for me. I felt seen and acknowledged on the commercial, not in the Google headquarters. Yeah, no, I thought it was pretty, uh, I, th- I thought it was, I thought it was pretty great. I don't know what other word I was trying to describe it as. Um, it was a great commercial. Now hire some niggas. <laughs> yeah. Everybody from Kendrick Lamar, Maya Angelou, Rosa Parks, uh, Prince, um, I know I'm Michael Jordan, um, Beyonce, Serena, um, Misty Copeland. Yes. Uh, Oprah. Do you say Oprah already? I did not. Uh, and some more people but uh, that with that too like 
none of that shit was a surprise to me. It's, it's, it's funny how stuff like that, like to me, like that's, if somebody said, oh, what's the most searched talk show host? I would definitely say Oprah. If somebody right. said, what's the most searched dunk? I would automatically go to something Michael Jordan, most likely, just because, duh, most searched ballerina. The only one I know is Missy Copeland, so that would be, <laughs> be a wild stab in the dark with that one. Most searched poet or Maya Angelou, duh. Like, a lot of stuff was just common sense, and it's like, oh, but it was dope that it was actually fucking acknowledged. Um... But again, hire more black people. Like, don't just use black people in Black History Month as a means of uh, marketing and and shit. Like, give us jobs and and you know fair salaries. Don't just give us a commercial and and let people know how great we are. Prove it by hiring it because I'm pretty sure that there. Are, are many qualified black qualified black people to work at Google. Like and and again, not just hire, but fair salary. <laughs> like uh, I know it, it frustrates me. And it, it people do it for Pride Month too. Or like companies do it for Pride Month too, where it's just like you take black people or you take queer people and and you use them as a means of of marketing and promoting and and driving your numbers but what are you actually doing for the people that you are using when you have the 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 means to employ us and and you know put us in positions that you put people who are less qualified than us in like make it make sense and stop using us for fucking marketing like yes we know what homecoming was like <laughs> yeah ugh. It has to go. It's it has to go beyond uh, the commercial. You like you have to give people the opportunity. You have to give people uh, a chance to be heard. You have to give them access. Yeah, and it goes beyond a month. And I'm pretty sure come February 29th, all that stuff is going to be down. February 28th, 11:59 p.m. It's all going to go down, and people are going to wake up. Oh shit! It's still February. Yeah, we get a whole extra day. Which I hate because now next year my birthday is going to be on a Sunday instead of a Saturday. But fuck it. <laughs> we'll celebrate though. Oh, always. Oh, anyway. I'll be a good 30 years old next year. Oh my God, God your birthday's damn. this week, my friend. It is. Everyone tweet Huey, happy birthday. You don't have to. Do, do something it, nice said, for do yourselves. It. Do something nice for somebody else. <laughs> Be nice and kind to yourself and others. That's all I want for my birthday. You don't got to say shit to me, but be nice and kind to everybody else and yourself. Right. He's accepting money. He's accepting nudes. Um, mm, just be kind to yourself and others. <laughs> I got me. <laughs> I don't need shit from nobody. Right. Be kind to yourself and be kind to others. That's, that's always my birthday wish thing for people just be nice smile that's, enjoy that should like, have been my question i asked you in the beginning of the show well what one for my birthday no like what was you, what would be your birthday wish oh yeah everybody just be kind to each other be nice to each other stop being all uptight stop being messy stop being bigoted just 
man, y'all be doing the most. And it's right. just like, ugh. Be nice, be nice, or shut the fuck That's up. That's why I don't want to go out now because y'all get on my nerves. <laughs> Alrighty. Well, that being said, I think we should wrap this up unless you have anything else. Um, nope. Alrighty, well, that's going to wrap up the timeline for this week. Thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of House of Views. You guys can find me on Twitter at Frankie L. Rivera, Instagram Frankie.L.Rivera, and my photography Instagram underscore box guy. Huey, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Baby Huey. That's B A E B Y H U E Y. And fun fact. The L in Frankie L. Rivera stands for Lavandre. <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> you know my middle name, don't you? It's Lavandre. It's <laughs> For the sake of this episode, it's Lavandre. <laughs> Anyways. For the sake of all eternity, it's Lavandre. <laughs> <laughs> all right you guys if you guys have any questions or any inquiries send them to house of Hughes pod at gmail.com or dm one of us and we may just read them or answer them on the show um send write us a five-star review hit us up on our social medias um you can listen on spotify apple Podcasts, google play we're on a whole bunch of shit except soundcloud because we're broke um and yeah, I think that's that's about it. And we'll see you guys next week. So Huey, close us out. Category closed. Peace. Peace.